Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. Heads up, Richies. In today's episode, we get into some Love is Blind spoilers. And we swear like the guy at Netflix in charge of streaming live reunion shows. Please be advised. (laughs) So, Arisha, you know I love a good reality show. I mean, like, what's not to love about people just airing out their drama on TV for the world to see, right? Yeah, you know, it's catnip to my sweet little ears. (laughs) Oh, boy. Uh, And Richie's, if you're looking for a really high, messy shit quotient... Mm-hmm. Look no further than Netflix's Love is Blind, which just wrapped up season four with its reunion show. Yeah, and the reunion turned out to be an absolute shit show for Netflix because they had a lot of trouble even getting it on the air. Yeah, maybe if they spent less time trying to stop us from password sharing and more time <laughs> figuring out how to turn on stream, mm. this wouldn't have been an issue. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skinner-Williams. It's Tuesday, April 18th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. So on Sunday night, Netflix was all set to stream a live reunion for Love is Blind with the whole cast, um, minus the people who are apparently getting death threats. Mm. Uh, But things quickly went in the shitter. People were waiting for hours to watch the show. Like, which... Guys, it's Sunday night. Find something else to do. (laughs) Well, it's funny because at first I was like, oh, man, should I watch this live? Because I usually don't. Like, I will usually watch stuff the day after it comes out or whatever. And I'm glad I didn't try. Yeah. I just couldn't believe that people just kept waiting for it. Like, if I was committed to watching it, I would probably give it, what, half an hour? And then I'd be like, all right, whatever, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't have waited as long as a lot of people did, I don't think. But Mm -mm. um, after a bunch of technical difficulties, Netflix was forced to scrap the whole thing. um, And they didn't do it live. They recorded it. (laughs) They did. (laughs) Um, So this was actually Netflix's second try at a live stream event. 
Their first try was Chris Rock's stand-up special, Selective Outrage, which went off very smoothly. Mm-hmm. Obviously not the same for Love is Blind. So yeah. on Sunday, Netflix ended up releasing a statement that said, We are incredibly sorry that the Love is Blind live reunion did not turn out as we had planned. We're filming it now and we'll have it on Netflix as soon as humanly possible. <laughs> so while fans were waiting for the live reunion and absolutely slaying memeing social media just <laughs> yeah. loved it um vanessa lachey who's one of the co-hosts mm-hmm. went live on instagram from the set we are sitting here apparently y'all everybody broke the internet to see this reunion we're ready to roll so we are ready to roll we just got to figure this out we're getting everything to work see you guys soon i love that her excuse like earlier in the video was like Everyone was trying to watch it and overloaded the servers. Like, it's too popular. Mm-hmm. It's like, all yeah. right, relax. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was a sentiment a lot of people had for Vanessa, which we'll get into. Oh, boy. Um, yep. But during the delays, like we mentioned, Netflix got absolutely roasted. Oh, boy, they sure did. And not just by normies. We had a lot of corporations, <laughs> other companies chiming in. Bravo tweeted, we would never keep you waiting for a reunion with a winky face. Mm-hmm. Blockbuster, who was infamously put out of business by Netflix, mm-hmm. tweeted, remember renting VHSs from us? You could start it on time. No problem. <laughs> there is still one Blockbuster holding strong. I was going to say, the fact that that one Blockbuster <laughs> is enough for them to still have a Twitter presence is just like, yeah. Oh, you guys are getting it. Yeah, that's a good point. I want to go to that blockbuster, by the way. We should go. It's in like Oregon, right? Yeah. Yeah, we should go. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yesterday on his Sirius XM show, Andy Cohen threw some shade at Netflix. I don't know about this. <laughs> He's really coming off as like a dick. I am the king of all reunions and everyone should yeah. talk to me about how to do it. That's um, kind of like Bravo tweeting that. It's like any chance for Bravo to just capitalize on everything? Yeah. You know, they are definitely yeah. that network. Yeah. And so Andy said on his show, live reunions are a very bad idea. There's a reason we don't do reunions live. Yeah. And it was a pretty, I mean, he said a lot more. Like, if you yeah. want to go and listen to his, like, whole quote about this. um, But, like, the just was just kind of talking about how it takes a while sometimes to get information out of cast members. Mm-hmm. There's edits and stuff like that. And it's just kind of like... Yeah, but also, number one, if you're a good host, mm-hmm. you don't need to take 45 minutes. I think he said like 25 or 45 minutes. Yeah. You don't need 45 minutes to get something out of someone, number one. Right. Number two, I don't know. When I like first read this, I was just like, it just seems like you're leaning heavily on editing. And that came up a lot in this reunion episode about the editing. We're not seeing the majority of the things that are going on behind the scenes because of how things are edited or how things are mm-hmm. cut. So, yeah. I got to say, with what Andy said, he said something like, you know, it takes longer to get someone revved up emotionally. Yeah. And it's like, this makes it so clear that you are purposely, like, oh, yeah. trying to make people feel like He's shit. a manipulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, mm. you know. I don't know if it's just because we've been talking a lot about Andy Cohen adjacent topics, but uh-huh. I'm really kind of getting tired of his shit. <laughs> Chiming in. <laughs> well, I was kind of feeling the same way. Like, he's a great host for this kind of thing. I will never take that away from him and Bravo brings the drama. But like, I don't know. You don't have to comment on every single thing everyone does all the time. Yeah, we do, though. We do. That's our job. Yeah. Yeah. You have another job, Andy, and that's... Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) To rev people up emotionally. Although, look at him right now. He's revving us up emotionally. (gasps) 
oh my God, he's so wow, good. he's better than he realized. <laughs> so after all the technical difficulties, the reunion was pre-recorded and dropped on Netflix yesterday. Although some people couldn't even watch it yesterday. Mm-hmm. There was like a lot of issues with this shit. Yeah. And of course, we got updates on where all of the couples stand a year after filming. Yeah, which I'm glad they clarified because I kept having to Google like, when did this actually happen versus when is this reunion? Like, how much time has passed? <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, Brett and Tiffany are still going strong. Mm-hmm. And then there's Zach and Arena, who got engaged in the pods, for those who watched, but then ended up breaking up during their trip to Mexico. Mm-hmm. And during the reunion, Zach confronted Arena. Uh, he said she hurt a lot of people. He called her behavior unbelievable and accused her of going on the show to get famous. Which all of these reality shows <laughs> treat that like a mortal sin. I know. Her reaction to him saying that was like, it's like on The Bachelor when it's like, I think they're just here for followers. Like, yeah. And it's like, oh my God, we're all only here for love, nothing else. Absolutely. <laughs> like, okay. I know. It's like, on. I think I've said this before, like point it out when someone isn't there to get famous because yeah. that's when it's yeah. rare. Yeah. Because if you really wanted to find love, I don't think a national television show with cameras on you all the time is going to be the best way to do it. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's a good point. So while Zach was, you know, confronting Arena, she did get emotional. She said her mental health issues were at the root of her behavior. So it wasn't just Zach confronting her. Just about everyone had something to say to Arena. And yeah, they played footage from the season of Arena just being your classic mean girl, mm-hmm. like hiding while people are talking, you know, having heart to hearts and just kind of laughing at them. I know. Which is just like, are you 13? What I the know. Fuck. Terrible look. So she was saying that her mental health issues were at the root of her behavior. When she started to cry, there were people in the audience who were laughing, mm-hmm. which is just like, I don't know. I got crocodile tears from that. I know. I just felt like, yeah. I don't know if it was intentional, but she really dressed like a villain. Like, her makeup was giving, like, villain vibes. Like, just kind of, like, that dark, smoky... Mm. I mean, I thought she looked great, but I was just like, she's really trying to play the part of a villain. Yeah, maybe. And then, speaking of villains, (laughs) we have our other mean girl, Micah, who I don't think is getting enough flack for being a mean girl, if I'm being honest. I don't either. I don't either. But she and Arena, like, I think together were just... They were bitches. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. They were terrible. It happens sometimes. You get two people together and sometimes they bring out the worst in each other like that. Truly, which is just not, you know, a partnership you want. Yeah. So Micah got an apology from Paul. Now, quick refresh. Paul is her ex-fiance. He's a guy who said no at the altar Mm -hmm. and infamously said he didn't think she'd be a good mother to the point where Brooke and I were watching and we had to rewind. It was like, did he really just say that? I know. We looked at each other and we're like, ooh, not a good thing to say. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Micah said that this was the worst thing that could have been said about her, which have someone tell you you're not funny. Oh my God. Just like a dagger to the heart. Yeah. I mean, I've never heard that, but that would just rip me to shreds. Um, so Paul did apologize for the way he said it, but he did reiterate that he did not see a nurturing side in her. I mean, that's fair. You yeah. can say that, like, but maybe yeah. don't be like, you wouldn't be a good mother. That's yeah. like, oof. Yeah. Really, really twisting the knife. But I don't know. I feel like Vanessa kind of came down hard on Paul and didn't really hold. She came down hard on the guys. She didn't yeah. really come for the women. I mean, Talking about Jackie is a whole nother episode, but like that interview was just, what are you doing here? Yeah. 
Like, uh, and she, I don't know, she clearly has, like, some kind of stick up her ass about Marshall. (laughs) I don't know what's going on with her and him. Wait, you mean Vanessa and Marshall or Jackie and Marshall? Vanessa and Marshall, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Agreed. I mean, obviously, Jackie and Marshall have their shit. But, like, (laughs) Vanessa just, like, one of the things I saw the ring was a big thing. So, Richie's, for those who don't know, um, Marshall, you know, proposed to Jackie. They got engaged and then it's broken off. There's a lot of stuff between that. That mm-hmm. went on. Um, but one of the things is that Marshall wants the ring back mm-hmm. and Jackie wouldn't give it back. And so in the interview that Vanessa was doing with Jackie, because Jackie and Josh did not show up for the reunion yeah. on account of getting death threats, allegedly. Um, so they did the interview like Josh and Jackie were on camera and they did it with Vanessa at a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're talking about the ring and it's like, Later, Vanessa talks to Marshall about the ring. It's like, why aren't you calling out Jackie? Like, why would you want to hold on to that ring? Like, it's just weird. Well, my thing is, like, Netflix paid for this ring, these rings. Yeah, yeah. They should just get them back. I don't think anyone should have them. Yeah, if you're not going to get married, we're taking the rings back. We're going to return them. <laughs> yeah. Get a store credit for next season. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, I don't know. That whole thing was really weird, and it's like... You know, you got to do whatever you got to do for your mental health if you don't want to show up for these things. But I think you do have a contract. When people don't show up to reunions, it's like, okay. It's like, if Arena can show up, I think you guys can show up. I know. I thought that was really cowardly. And uh, yeah, I went to Jackie's Instagram, as I always do. Mm -hmm. And man, she likes to play the part of just a martyr. And (sighs) yeah, the comments are closed on every post but one. (laughs) And those comments are limited. Which one? The com- the the post, I think, about her and Josh. Oh, God. And I'm just like, okay. this, this person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not feeling um, her vibe. No, not, I'm not either. Um, but, of course, it was not just the drama between the couples that everyone is talking about. People, like we said, are coming real hard for Vanessa Lachey mm-hmm. for a lot of things. But mostly the fact that she kept pushing the baby conversation. Yeah. What decade is this again? Like, <sighs> What are you doing, Vanessa? So during the show, at one point, they ran a clip of Bartice Bowden, who's a former contestant, Mm -hmm. and he's holding his baby son. And Mm -hmm. Vanessa said, okay, seriously, if that doesn't make your ovaries burn, I don't know. I want a number four so bad. Which is just like, okay, then go have one with the doorknob of your husband. He said four (laughs) words this whole episode. Well, it's hard to get a word in with Vanessa rattling off nonsense. It really is. I was like, who's hosting this? I'm sorry. I said this, I think, the last time we talked about Love is Blind, which was forever ago. Uh She is so fucking cringe. I cannot stand watching her. And I didn't feel this way about her before Love is Blind. And the two of them together, I'm sorry, you're married. Your hosting chemistry should be way better than it is. They don't have hosting chemistry. It's terrible. Like, Nick hosted Perfect Match by himself, and it was perfectly fine. Yeah. So, we know what the weak link is here. And here's the thing. Vanessa did not let this go. She asked everyone what their timeline was with having a baby. Mm-hmm. A lot of them sidestepped the question. Yeah. But Vanessa would not let it go. And she also asked, like, it was like earlier on she was asking about, like, babies. Yeah. And it's just like, well, what is your obsession with people's I know. reproduction? The first time she mentioned it, Nick kind of changed the subject. And I don't know if it was on purpose, but he kind of, mm-hmm. like, went over to someone else and said something. So, mm-hmm. Maybe he also thinks it's cringe. I don't know. And Vanessa's like, "Uh uh-uh, we're coming back to this. (laughs) Babies, babies. She's like the drunk aunt at Thanksgiving. She really is. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So fans, of course, tweeted about Vanessa's baby talk. One person wrote, 
One of the worst parts of the Love is Blind reunion was Vanessa Lachey pressuring all the couples to have babies. Mm -hmm. And another one tweeted, everyone knows to be delicate around motherhood and fertility issues except Vanessa Lachey on live national TV, (laughs) apparently. Well, we're playing it fast and loose with that. Yeah, we are. But also, to be fair, Bartise asked a question about who's going to be the next Love is Blind dad or whatever the hell he asked. Which you know they told him to do. I mean, it's... Vanessa for sure, but it's also Netflix for like, why are we even making this something to talk about? Yeah. Yeah. So obviously you and I both watched the reunion, not live, of Mm. course. I think Mm. you had to have special (laughs) technology to watch that live. Um, Any standout moments for you that we didn't already talk about? Um, I'm curious what you think, because we talked about Mm. Kwame and Chelsea when we were watching. Yeah. And I had feelings where, and I think that they... I know that they've been kind of reiterated online where Chelsea feels the relationship feels a little one-sided. Yeah. Like she's really into it. Yeah. And he's not as much into it. Uh But I got to say, watching them at the reunion, they seem to kind of have settled into what feels like very equal roles with each other. Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think Chelsea's very intense. Like she She is just very. And I think that was at the beginning what was kind of like bumping for me like I I was surprised Kwame said yes I didn't think he was going to and but I think you're right I think they've kind of like come into their roles as partners and they're like kind of flowing a little better but also like a year has passed and a lot of people were saying this online like they don't these people don't give a shit about this drama anymore like these reunions need to be filmed sooner I can't remember who was saying it but one of them was like this was a year ago like yeah I don't care I mean even Chelsea was saying when we saw the scene where she was walking her dog and talking to Micah. I don't know how this happened. Did Micah just happen to be around town? I don't know. Are they all still living in those apartments in the city? (laughs) (laughs) But it was just like, like when they like played it back and, you know, Chelsea was like, you know, that was a year ago. Like I'm, we're past this. So that's got to be kind of annoying. Like you could tell Bliss was like irritated about the DMs that got brought up and yeah. Oh, that's another thing. I (laughs) went to the TikTok Mm-hmm. of the exchange between Jackie and her friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about, like, the DMs yeah. that were sent yeah. talking about Marshall. Yeah. And I played it, and, like, of course, I recorded it on my phone so that I could slow it down to read the text <laughs> exchange. Yeah. And I gotta say, the magic behind filming, boring. Because she was like, who's ready to come and see, or who can come to my fittings? It's at 10.30. And I'm like, no, I gotta work at 4. <laughs> just no one gives a fuck about this. I know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm not a Jackie fan. I like her no. the least now. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I thought it was a pretty boring reunion. It was. Um, But I don't know. I guess we got answers that I didn't know I cared about and I still don't <laughs> care about. But we got yeah. answers. We did. Yeah, we got answers. But I think they need to like, they, they obviously have to work some shit out next season. Yeah. And... Hopefully they do. Mm-hmm. From Wondery, I'm Brooke Ziffrin. And I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. Be sure to follow us on socials at Brooke Ziffrin and at Arisha Skid Dubs. We love connecting with you. Give me that, give me that hot sauce. 
feel like I was blindsided. Because it's a competition show. From the producers of Jury Duty and The Bachelor. We have scoured the earth for the 14 greatest reality contestants that were available during our production window. Comes a reality competition show about reality competition shows. Nobody has dared to find out who is the actual best at just being on a reality show. I'm your host, comedian Daniel Tosh. Is win or go home. Each episode, our contestants will face new challenges that will test their strength and lack of life skills for a chance to win $200 million. $200,000. Prepare, because it's about to be ugly crying. Lots of fighting. Tasha, I have to defend myself. Celebrating 25 years of reality TV with your favorites. I have diarrhea. You cannot do this to me. What in gay hell have I got myself into? The GOAT, premiering on Freebie and Prime Video on May 9th.